You are listening to the Sage Fruits Podcast, special guest series, and I'm your host, Christmas Miller. And on today's episode, we focus on truth, your truth, and finding your voice. And to help shed some light on that, we have a very special guest, Lily Sanders, author of Truth to Triumph, a spiritual guide to finding your truth. Having experienced extraordinary success, Lily Sanders has been named one of the top 15 coaching experts in New York City. The diversity of her success reaches into the entertainment industry as well, spending years as a TV soap opera regular to being featured for a year as a Barnum & Bailey circus showgirl dancer. Lily is a devoted mother, multiple franchise owner, and a remarkable example of someone whose conquest over abuse and hardship led to enlightened self-knowledge and real self-love. So now, let's listen in on my interview with Lily. Welcome, Lily. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Well, Lily, share with our listeners why you wrote Truth to Triumph. The reason why I wrote this book was really um, not so much to tell some of my stories. I mean, I do, you know, I I do tell some of stories to shed light uh, on those who are currently in a dark place in their own life. And I mean, we'd not, we wouldn't be human if we didn't find ourselves in this dark place at one point or another in life. So this book really is for everyone who breathes life. And I I felt that if I didn't write it, everything that I personally went through. all of, you know, what I judged to be, you know, my pain and suffering would have really gone in vain. So knowing that there was a purpose in all of it uh, to help others avoid, you know, possibly unconscious life situations in their life or change their current unhappy life situation mm-hmm. is, is really what gave me the motivation to write it, uh, to be honest with you. And I, I did feel a strong pull to be a voice for those in bad situations that have not found their own voice. So, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, have not found their own truth. So initially, I was actually thinking that I should title it "Don't Let This Happen to You," mm. and um, yeah, and I said, "Well, I don't want—I didn't want it to come off as you know um, a humorous book, although there is a lot of my humor in there." Um, but the, you know, the reality is that some of the stories that I, I do tell, I share, are are very raw, mm. and I would never want you know anyone to go through that, or to go through what I did, or want anyone to put another person through what I experienced for that matter. So, you know, by the time I sat down to write it, the very first day I actually wrote the title. Um, The first thing that I typed was uh, Truth to Triumph. And that really just, I have to say it came directly from spirit. So you mentioned helping others to have their voice and face their truth. When it comes to you and your experience, why do you suppose it took you so long to get to this place in your life? I had these little inklings, these little kind of nudges throughout my years. And uh, I think what it really came down to for me, Christmas, Mm -hmm. was that I really just decided to love myself and take my power back. Mm. And and that was really a huge thing for me. And that's really a huge message for all of your listeners. um, Because it's really, really, honestly, it's all about self-love. And I know that sounds in this day and age so hallmark, but I mean it way beyond verbalizing that. I mean, really, truly in your heart of hearts, being in a place where you love yourself no matter what, you love where you are no matter what, 
mm-hmm. you know, without judging and accepting it. And then at that point is really, I think, was my tipping point where that's it. I've had enough. Just going to take my power back and, you know, and just make the, um, the switch or the shift, if you will, and not fear what my mind is telling me might or might not happen. And that's why I say fear is what really stopped me, you know, it was really held me back for so many years. Mm-hmm. You know, fear of all of those what ifs, all those what ifs are, it's debilitating. Absolutely. I agree. I totally can relate. And I know a lot of the listeners will relate too. And so when you talk about loving yourself, we hear this so often. Mm-hmm. What is the secret to loving yourself unconditionally? Letting go of fear every time. Really shutting off the mental noise in the mind that obscures love from entering. Because truly, yeah, because truly fear comes from this unconscious mind, uh, the, not, not the heart. The heart can't even house fear, but the heart houses love. So if we can really shut off that mental noise every time and embrace love and hear it, mm-hmm. share it, it, it's why we're here. You know, love has no agenda, right? Our relationship with ourself is the most important relationship that we can have in our lifetime. And until we really have that amazing relationship with ourselves, we can't really love another to our best capacity, to be honest with you. I mean, it's something that doesn't need to be activated either. You know, love just is. It's the greatest energy on the planet. And me and all of my writing and everything that I coach and teach people, it's love is the key ingredient of human consciousness. If we could fuse our hearts with the love that we feel, even intuition, the voice of God, that quiet, that inner voice, if we can really fuse that together then we can really understand true agape love because love, you know, it's not prejudiced. It's for everyone. We're all entitled to it. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much that we're entitled to it. It's that we all have it. But somewhere along the line, the way we are going through life situations, we seem to have lost it or we seem to never remember having it, you know, whatever that may be. So I always say, you know, just go and just kind of turn every stone. Just keep turning all those stones. Don't let life situations keep you from love. Because if you find yourself amongst the rubble, if you will, and you keep turning those stones, you'll definitely find love. You've got to keep looking toward the love. You've got to feel the love and not looking toward the fear. Love is just the one thing that you can count on. Let's just put it that way. So I always say trust it. Powerful statements. So if love is absolute and fear is an illusion, why do we lose ourselves in the illusion? Because of all the madness in the world around us and in our life situations. To the extent that we forget who we are, that piece of divine oneness in which we are all connected, Mm -hmm. we also forget love. So we fall in this bottomless pit of pain. And this pain, it brings us choices. We'll either remember to love or we'll either remember to act out unlovingly. So you want to choose love and not fear. The goal for us is to always return home. And when I speak of home in my book is me speaking of love. When you say that, I think about how we all are products of our environments, what we've Mm -hmm. been exposed to, what we've learned. We kind of repeat that. And so I want to ask you about the passing of these behaviors down, these patterns into our children and how we raise them and whatnot. Can you share a little bit 
about how we release the past, which we would love to do and want to do, and create this new pattern that we're not passing it on generationally to our children and our, our futures. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, I talk a lot about generational blessings. And truth be told, this was another one of those nudges, Christmas, where <laughs> so many years ago, I remember a pastor in church talking about generational blessings. Hmm. Yeah. And not realizing how much that really took off inside of my heart and what that really meant and the dynamics. I'm not even sure he realizes how dynamic that was. So I'm all about breaking the mold. It's a parent's responsibility to show children love, honor, and respect. Mm -hmm. in all that we do so that they can experience it for themselves. So if we could do this one by one, we can change lives and we need to start promoting values as human beings, which can be universal regardless of your life situations, your race, your religion, belief systems, none of that matters. And this is how we can manifest and create these generational blessings. So, you know, we're human beings, remember, whose purpose is always to love. This is why we're here. We want to teach your children to love through experience, not language. Ah, yes. Yeah, and, you know, it, 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 yeah, sure, I love you, I love you. Uh, that's wonderful. But we really need to teach it through experience. When you allow experience to be your teacher... You're opening up the door to mm -hmm. infinite possibilities of growth because you and your children are equal souls. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I know the old paradigm, you know, do what I say. Why? Because I'm your mother or I'm your father. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that, how well did that turn out? That's not good. <laughs> not good for most yeah, people. <laughs> not good for most people. Not good for most of us. And so really, truly, we're really equal souls. And in this world, we're here to really expand beyond the vocabulary of self that you were taught. This part is what I call the rewiring. You need to identify your natural self. And that rewiring is all part of you going back down to, who am I? Because you're not your mother. You're not your father. I say this all the time. You're not your past life situation. You're not your family name. You're not your car. You, you know, you're none of that. <laughs> Believe it or not, you're not your status. So if there are any listeners here today that have been exposed to violent acts of abuse growing up and, and see it today as normal or quote, quote unquote, okay, mm -hmm. then you will need to rewire because this behavior is not okay. Hitting is a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. The fact that you experience this in your upbringing does not mean it's acceptable behavior. So the goal for you will be to break the pattern. And the goal for you will be to teach your children that this is unacceptable behavior. You need to break the pattern. So in doing this, you know, you'll learn to communicate with love as you speak the truth in love. So what about the individuals who are just stuck into that, maybe it's my fault, or they were raised or constantly told, I'm to blame Maybe if I hadn't have done this, this mm. person wouldn't have done that. Or if I would have done this instead, perhaps they would have thought differently or behaved differently. So how do we let go of that self-blame? Yeah. Self-blame is big because this is where it takes a lot of work because we have to go to the root. And then once we go to the root, we've got to pull it out. For me, this meant facing my own pain and then really transferring it out and bringing in peace. Now, I was never really certain how to do that effectively, but I did know that to dwell on the past and have regret 
was certainly not productive. But I also knew that the corrosion there would eventually kill me if I didn't remove it. You know, pain, it's always, always at the root. I personally became aware that it was there. I was able to pull out the pain from the roots and remove it. And this is how we all do that. We need to guide our children to let go of blame too. I mean, remember, all children really want is love. Absolutely. All any of us really want is love for that matter, right? That's true. All of us. So we must teach them what love is, again, through experience. I always like to do it that way. Like love is reality, love is absolute, and fear is illusion. It's not real. We want to teach them to be very mindful of everything they're doing, one little step at a time. When you're capable of releasing all of this emotional baggage from the past is when you're really just letting go of this self-blame and holding on to the love. And in time, your children will continue to evolve spiritually and begin to let go of blame and self-blame, and they'll remember every single time. So, you know, if something is amiss in their home life and upbringing, whether it's, you know, divorce or separation or what have you, or even death, they'll discover this people are always passing, you know, from our lives. And I had really um, a very dear friend of mine whose father just passed days ago. And, and, you know, a lot of emotions are going on. And one of the biggest things for this person was, you know, I think that he loved me. I think he knows that I loved him. Mm -hmm. And we always go through this as adults when we're burying our parents. And the big takeaway is they didn't bring us on this earth as parents so that we had to, you know, live this life trying to prove that we love them and, and winning their validation. You know, regardless of what goes on in life situations, it's something that you know that you know that you know, mm-hmm. right? So I agree. We, again, we just need to trust love. Your intuition's never going to let you down mm-hmm. and, and love's never going to let you down. True, very true. I hear constantly the message of it comes back to love. You know, we live in a time and age where everything is instant, instant gratification. We need to be fulfilled and we're trying to reach this pinnacle for tomorrow. How can we reframe our minds to feel fulfilled and happy today instead of seeking that happier tomorrow? Yeah, that's interesting because tomorrow really, it's only made up of one substance. This is what I always say. And that substance is the present moment. And I know that sounds silly, but listen, if you are managing everything in the best way that you possibly can right now, right now in the here and now present moment, that is going to be the best thing that you can do for a happier tomorrow. Does that make sense? Mm, Absolutely, it does. It's back to what you were saying about being mindful. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so in that mindfulness... If there is love, understanding, happiness in this moment, then you will have love, understanding, and happiness tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to seek happiness and fulfillment in the world of form. You know why? Because it's not there. It's all impermanent. They're temporary pleasures, but they come and go. Absolutely. All the time. Even just like every moment comes and goes. So even happiness, that kind of happiness is impermanent. That's why we need to practice happiness every moment of the day. And I want to repeat that. Even happiness is impermanent. Mm. That's why we need to practice it. Happiness, practice it every moment of the day. Happiness is in this moment. It's in here and now. And there are enough conditions for happiness to be found in this moment here and now. We have this divine appointment to enter into this moment. And the question really is, are we ready? You know, when when we miss that divine appointment, we miss life. 
That's true. You had mentioned in your book, The Little Liar on the Shoulder. You know, on one hand, I understand this piece about being in the moment and being mindful, but Mm -hmm. there are those who are struggling with that, the inner chatter and the negativity and whatnot. So share a little bit with us about what you were talking about, about the little liar on the shoulder in your book. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, the little liar is fear. Ah, fear. So many faces. Yeah. (laughs) So what I did was I, I, I made it kind of put it in the book so you can physically see what's going on. Fear is that little guy Mm -hmm. on your shoulder that tells you it's much safer to stay where you are, Mm -hmm. stagnant, on the road, headed in the opposite direction of love. It's always there. It's almost like the opposite of the inner voice. It's that little liar that's on your shoulder and you're always believing it. You know that little guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or or sometimes he's a big guy or sometimes it's a big gal. Whatever that Mm -hmm. is to you, he says things like, don't do it. It's not safe. Or, you know, now look what you've done. Look at the mess you're in now. Or I told you, I told you this would happen. You know, now what are you going to do? That's the little liar. So when we're in this state of fear, we're blocking out love and the possibilities of choosing a loving life. You know, I said it earlier, it's so debilitating, Christmas, that we tend to lose our capability to love, Yeah. right? And we'll Mm -hmm. spend a lifetime challenged over how to not just express love, but how to actually accept love, accept other people loving people. So this is not a lit path to walk. It's a dark path. So conversely, to live in love is to blow the little liar off your shoulder every Mm. time. So I I always say, blow the little liar off your shoulder. And when you do, it allows that innate, if you will, to take over and intuition to steer the wheel. You know, your intuition will never let you down. And I'm not suggesting, by the way, that fear doesn't come knocking. In fact, it comes knocking all the time. It never misses an opportunity, at least. Let's just say that. (laughs) That's true. Right? But what I'm saying is to blow it off. What I'm saying is don't believe it. And what I'm saying is don't let the little liar on your shoulder rob your joy. Remember, because fear is only an illusion, right? Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Lily, share with the listeners where they can get a copy of Truth to Triumph and how people can connect with you about your speaking engagements and your awesome coaching opportunities. Sure. The best way would be to, you can go on my website, lilysanders.live, and it's L-I-L-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S dot L-I-V-E. So you can get a copy of my book right there, and you can also get it on Amazon, uh, Amazon.com, and the Amazon link is also on my website. So either way, and I also, I'm actually offering, um, I'm encouraging people to really get on the website either way because I am offering a free ebook called Soul Bread, Daily Affirmations That Feed the Soul for all of your listeners today. Yeah, I just encourage you to pick up a copy of Truth to Triumph, come visit my website for the free offer. And um, on there, you'll see tabs for speaking engagements and also coaching. Um, So it's really easy to get a hold of me. So lilysanders.live and uh, amazon.com. All of that goes right through my website as well. Awesome. Well, Lily, we want to definitely give blessings and gratitude for you sharing with us today your new book and your story and all of this wonderful wisdom with everyone. And you can learn more about Lily Sanders and get her book by visiting her website, lilysanders.live, L-I-L-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S dot L-I-V-E. 
E. And we want to thank you all for listening. Okay, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and will join me again for the next one. Take into consideration what you've heard today. Do your research and, of course, explore all of your options. Remember, today is an opportunity to create the change you want and need in your life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please share your comments and feedback. I'd love to hear from you. And be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss out on any future episodes of the show. Until next time, may your challenges get easier, your journey be smooth, and your progress be swift.